0: Howdy, and welcome back to Talking FM. This is episode two of the podcast, but before we get started, I just wanted to say a massive thanks on behalf of Henry and myself. Uh, The entire football manager community has been so wonderful with their support and their well wishes this week. We've been waiting a long time to get involved in in the community in a really meaningful way, and hopefully this is a small step. Uh, But yeah, thanks again to everyone who's sent a message to say good luck or shared the podcast or anything like that. It means a lot. Henry, week number two or three in isolation for you, a yep, bit of football managing, right. a bit of reading, a bit of watching. Talk us through your week. What's your content consumption been like? Um, well, I've been playing
1: too many hours every day, a ridiculous amount of hours every day and night, <laughs> um, obviously. And I've been watching a bit of YouTube stuff. Uh, obviously, Dr. Benji, it's first thing in the morning to watch. And I've also been watching um, Docs, I don't know if you've seen him. He's doing Norwich Save at the moment, and I used to watch his career mode stuff back in maybe FIFA fourteen or FIFA fifteen. And he's actually his football manager stuff's quite good as well. So I've been enthralled in that. And um, I don't know as well. Have you have you seen TFO football videos on YouTube? Yeah, I
0: love them. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, I've been
1: watching. I've been watching so many of them last week. Oh, like,
0: ridiculous amounts. I watched um I watched two or, two or three this morning. I watched the Beckham one and the what yeah. is Tick attacker. Football, yeah. Um, but I've watched so I watch all of them, they're so yeah. like, they're just so interesting, yeah. They are.
1: So, yeah, there's a tick ta Tiki tacker explained one that goes for what 46 minutes or something, so good, yeah. Yeah, you sit, sit down and watch that and understand it a bit more. But, yeah, that's been my week, not too much in terms of other people's content or my own. And obviously, you sent yeah. an article yeah. which is interesting on the attributes of players and just kind of explaining that a bit more where how that's used and. What's the best attribute for a position in solid weeks?
0: I think, in particular, that the one that I sent you that was from Bust the Net. I find those videos so interesting on the the tactical, like, creator stuff and where they go through and, like, simulate like five different leagues with the same tactic just to try and see how effective it is. And then just the the sheer data that goes into that just like it just makes it so much easier to consume stuff as much as it, it looks. It's I mean it's quite wordy to read sometimes those sort of things, but realistically we're playing football manager it's an excel spreadsheet like yeah it's data exactly right. we're all relatively familiar with it. I read <laughs> a really cool one um, by I think it's I think it's by a guy called old time FM or something like old time FM uh, and it's on AC Milan and he does the whole blog in character it talks about like what the directors want from him uh, what how the a, te- a, a teammate might be unhappy with treatment of a player or you might have given, some, given a player a chance and they thanked you in the press and all the media were saying this and, oh, it just I get, right, yeah. I get right excited for that sort of thing.
1: That's like um, yeah. as Loki Doki, I think, on YouTube. When he does his journeyman saves, mm. he, um, he looks at apartments and things like that and places he can live and with his wage. So it's quite interesting. He does it quite good at it. that kind of real-life mentality
0: of it. Yeah. I'd love to proper deep dive and do one of those. But yeah, the only problem is that you got to be able to get promoted, and not my strong suit. And I'll have my, I'll have <laughs> more on my, on, on not my strong suit when we do our yeah. money in the bank update. But rest assured, my actual manager ability is low. You've, you've been playing the Ard safe the the English, uh, was, yeah. British steel, whatever it is. Talk us through that. British steel for the week. challenge.
1: So, uh, at the start of the week, I reckon I would have been in maybe the 22, 23 season. And having, I think I was fourth or fifth, I ended up finishing second that season, which was I was pretty quite happy with, obviously with not much of a budget and an okay squad. It all kind of worked out with a, a direct counterattack kind of tactic. And then um, the following season, I thought, oh, I'll stay, stay for another year. I should win the league this season. Like, I've improved and ended up pretty much first the whole season. Except for the last four games, I ended up being three points down going into the second-to-last game. First place lost, I won. So I went on top on goal difference. Ended up losing the season on the last day on goal difference. By two goals. <laughs> oh, uh, so I thought, i uh, just, you know, the complete rage. I thought, I don't want to be here. So I resigned straight away after the end of the season. I <laughs> had <then, laughs> uh, about four months out of a job. And then I picked up Bangor City in the um, Welsh Premier League, which is quite interesting because they're actually a club that's just been put down the leagues. Because I think they, um, what's the word, they kind of folded and had to reopen and stuff with fan owned and things like that. So it was an interesting task and they'd had to finish second in the Welsh Premier League season before. So it was kind of to hopefully win the league. But looking at it now, the past winners, the new Saints have won it for the last 15 seasons. That'll be that'll quite yeah, a difficult it? league to win. Yeah. So I'm six points clear at the moment in November. So mm. I'm hoping for the best. And I also just got into the first knockout round of the Europa Conference League. Somehow, I don't know how I've done it, but I managed to get through four qualifying rounds, beating and I ended up beating Legia Warsaw in the playoff round, which I was quite happy with because they're a reasonably big club. And I'm now out of the group that had Ludegretz, as random Swedish team, and then FC Zurich. I managed to get out of the group.
0: I wish I could say the same about, about my European experience, first year in South yeah, I, I was about to say. Yeah, how's that going? Well, I, I sort of given that I came up with this idea for let's sell a billion dollars worth of players, I obviously thought I had a pretty good way of doing it. I was wrong. So (laughs) I I thought, you know what, I'm just going to buy heaps of players that cost like between 500 grand and like 2 million. And I'm just going to train them up. They're all going to play first team football. I'm going to be in Europe. I have heaps of games every year. Not that easy. I actually have to be competitive in Europe. To even be relevant to good players, and then someone came knocking for um, my um, advanced playmaker. Can you say his name? Dominic
1: Zobala or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, you're the guy. Um, (laughs) Someone come asking for him for twenty million. I was like, no way. This kid's eighteen. I want him to at least like win me some games first. Then he got upset, and I had to give him a contract. 60 million pound release clause. And then it, yeah. and it hit me. I was like, oh, I need these players. I need to be spending big on these players. I've gone and bought some players. And what I thought was, oh, you know what? <laughs> Screw these young blokes. I'm still buying them. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going yeah, to st- yeah. stick fat with. Under am is Well, no, that's, that's my issue. There's no under, 8, under 23s in bloody Austria. So I've got my first team and then my under 18s. And there's not a single thing in between. Would you like a B team or something? Is that an option? Yep. I've tried to click all those buttons and not happening. Yeah. So there's there's no, no. B team option. I've got obviously the Red Bull like network of clubs. So yeah, I can loan players from Leipzig. I can loan players to another team which is called like Lefound or something like that. My yeah. pronunciation is not good enough to even have a crack. So <laughs> I can I can loan players to them. But there is another issue where you can't loan more than 10 players domestically in Austria. So I can loan up to six players to this affiliate club, and I've done that because yeah. basically, it's basically my under-20 team. So as soon as the bloke's 18, you're gone. You're going there. You're going to play this <laughs> franchise. So there's six players a year. I can now only loan four players within within Austria. So that gets taken up pretty quickly because... Um, when you start the game you 've got three affiliates in in Austria in the league, and they yeah. 'll get cut after the first year, but they still want your players so then i 've loaned out all these players to teams in my league That's yeah so i 've got to find <laughs> i 've got to find loans abroad uh, which isn 't too hard because Austria is like pretty easy to get like you know yeah. you can play in Europe anywhere but the next problem I have is that there are so many players who you you cannot split when you finish the first season. There's, I think at the start of the year, the, the start of the save, there's like 18 to 19 players out on loan. And they're at clubs from like ones at Leeds, I think. And then yeah. goes down to like the third division in Croatia or something. They, like it's so wide ranging. Yeah. Awesome. So I had yeah. all these players come back. Like I loaned out so many players mid season because I went a bit like, okay, I've got to get a good player, i got to get a good play. Gotta get a good play. Because realistically, in my mind, they just got rid of Haaland. So, like, I need to replace Haaland. Yeah. So, yeah, I found a like for like. Uh, and, and I found the like for like. <laughs> I, I've, got it, I've got it in my notes. I know his name, good. but I, I want to read it properly. <laughs> I've got to bring it up. But this, this player cost me, I'm going to say, £20 million. What, cl- um, what club first? You can guess him. So, I bought this player uh, for £20.5 million from... Is it
1: that... um. Oh, is that a strike at Zerksy or something? It is Zerksy. Zer- Zerksy. 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 Zer- I don't
0: know. A bloke with an afro. Uh, yeah. Now, I only signed him because he fits one of my golden criteria as, as a man up front. And he's at least six foot tall. And so I thought, yes. oh, here's my man. Because I started. There's this bloke. His name is Ducker. Won't have said yeah. that right. So sorry. But Ducker is his name. Uh, and he's a deep-lying forward. And the tactic that I'm using is just with him playing his deep line forward. It just worked. I had a Korean bloke up front um, for the oh, first yeah, half of the yeah, season. Yeah. yeah, he's now gone. Um, I had him up front, and he was good, but he just couldn't get his head near the pellet. And I just, I've got wingers <laughs> for days. I bought, cause I bought Matthew Lucky, of course, because you know, of course, did. Every, every, Everyone has their <laughs> their kinks. So I bought bought Lucky, He's playing on the right hand side. And he's so fast, but he gets in the box and he panics and he just puts the ball into Rose's head. So yeah. I needed someone who can actually like be there to get the ball off him. Otherwise, he just puts it into the side netting. Yeah. So yes. I, it didn't work having an advanced forward. didn't work having a, a complete forward. I needed a deep-lying forward. I ended him up in the midfield to, to work with um, my Hungarian 18-year-old. What's his name again? Zoboli, i think that's one. i'm not 100 percent sure but it's close oh, enough it's close enough <laughs> he's got his name has his name has two s's and two z's and they're back to back so yeah i know good luck yeah. um, it's gonna a yeah, so for him. just the kid <laughs> he's my golden child i've got a mentoring group called the golden children he's yeah. he's one of the main people in it
1: I can, he's he's good is he a deep line He's whatever he wants to be. Natural. He does everything.
0: Yeah. No, he does. His, his stats are unbelievable. He naturally, he's a deep-lying playmaker in yeah. the middle of the, in the middle of the pitch. My coaches suggest to train him as a deep-lying playmaker uh, in defense. But I've gone the other way and figured, well, if I'm a club buying a player, I'm going to spend more on a player who's more attacking-minded. And he's got 12 yeah. finishing and 12 long shots. So I'm training him as an advanced playmaker at the yeah. um, attacking mid-slot. He doesn't play there much, but if I change my formation, because I'm playing the midfield triangle with the holding yeah, mid and two blokes in front and two wingers. Yeah. So I'm I'm moving him up the pitch into attacking midfield if I want to go ultra aggressive, but yeah I I don't really need him there. I just play him in well, the
1: that's as a hundred million pounds pretty much between him and Xerxes that you'll get.
0: Yeah, because what I did was I I started buying all these players for like one million, two million. Then I thought oh, it's going to be so hard to sell these guys. They're going to have to be in the form of their lives. Realistically, I'm not going to be playing them if I'm playing Champions League football. And yeah, I'm sure exactly. other people have had this issue before, where they go, "Oh, I'm going to sell him and sell him and sell him," and you go through under twenty threes, and you're only ever going to be able to sell like one or two a season, yeah, like for their value. Exactly right. So I went with the theory of I'm going to make sure I have a relatively old player in the position, like a backup. So I bought – Yeah. it helps where at um, at the team when you start. You've got this midfielder who's 31, 32. He's fairly determined. He has 17 long shots and 18 free kicks. And he, he scored mm-hmm. – he's my leading scorer for the first half of the season, all from dead Who balls. Who's that? Oh, I'm not going to say his name. Jan I'm terrible with pronouncations. Actually, know, I'll just go into my save and I'll tell you. His name's like Jana, Janazovic or something. Anyway, so, yeah, so Janazovic, he's very, very good. And he's a box-to-box mid. So, I'm just, he's just holding the spot until someone takes it over. And I found a replacement yeah. for him who was 25. So, he's now someone who I see myself not selling because he can play multiple positions and he'll just always play.
1: Yeah, always better.
0: James Miller. Yeah. Not James. A little bit (laughs) like James. I'm on much less of a a price tag. Oh, actually, one other thing I realised when you're Austria, and I think this probably applies to most of the, actually, pretty much every league. If you're a top team, just buy the best player in the league. Then the other team doesn't have him. Pretty much. That's why we can sign
1: best players from other teams for free in the whole league be. doesn't well, seem, yeah. seem like that fair. On, <laughs> get him <them> on trial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah that's right.
0: Get the that's best about, player on trial. Straight out the Dr. Benji playbook, that is. <laughs> but no, so I bought, yeah. I bought the best player in the league. I bought the best Austrian player in the, that I could get. Um, I've now gone and got a... So my main pickups, which are the ones that really matter, are obviously Xerxy Zerk or Zerky, however you're saying, from, from Bayern. I bought a guy called... Julian Chabot. Now he's I I got real in depth here because ordinarily I just go centre back. You're a centre back, you'll do. I wanted a left-footed centre back, and I wanted him to yeah. be six foot five because he was he was my stopper. Uh, yeah. you start with two good defenders, basically you start with um, a bloke, and I'll butcher this as well, but apologies, uh, a bloke by the name of Jerome Ongune. Yep. His name, so his name right, has four of those little things you put above a letter. Like language things. Yeah, little yeah. French things. I'm he's from you. he's I think he's from I'm gonna say Nigeria. Yep. Yeah. He's a good player, very good player. He was in the team of the year. Um but they I've sold him for thirty million.
1: Pugensic or something? Prosek the other center Uh
0: nope. No, the other guy I've got playing there, his name starts with S. I don't even know his name. All I know is that he's going to be at the club for a long time, and he's my captain. His name starts with R. Sorry, not with S. So yeah, I sold. 100%. I sold him. I sold Jerome, the defender, for thirty million to Aston Villa. Really, you know how you get an offer from a club, and yeah, you go, oh yeah, okay, I'm going to put that to about, ah, oh, let's say sixty million, and they say no, or, <laughs> we want to pay twelve, and you go, oh, okay, I'll meet you halfway, forty. 15, oh, um, 30, <laughs> deal, done. What can yeah. you get a
1: 30 to start with? <laughs> I know. That's what so I got, is funny about selling under 23s is like, you think, this guy's got so much potential, like he could be a four and a half star potential with a two star current ability and you think, oh, I could sell him for 40, 50 million pounds. But if you're not playing him, clubs, they're only going to offer you seven to 10, you know what I mean? Or,
0: you always have to be playing Yeah. The, the, one that makes you, the one that makes you <laughs> kick yourself, you absolutely kick yourself when you have a good player in the under-18s. Let's say they're like a striker. they got 14 finishing and 14 dribbling. And You go, this guy's right, he's determined. And a club comes in and goes, we'll give you 500 grand for him. You go, oh, this could be good. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to have out three million. And they go, deal done. And they walk away. Yeah. They go, Hang on, yeah. I don't even have, I don't I, even I have a percentage of the next sale. I don't have oh. a loan back. i got nothing. Yeah. What's your number one? Like, I need to make sure I have this clause in a contract or in a deal. Do you have one or do you just try and exclude future fee?
1: When I'm selling a plan, I'm not too bothered by clauses so I don't really mm-hmm. s- I always think I'd rather something big up front than all these little fish. Yeah, I can't st- I like the computer AI on this or whatever with the other managers They're trying to put like 50% percent of your next sale and stuff on things.
0: And they like they it's you locked and it's locked yeah. as well and it's like, cheese, like yeah. it's got that it's got that yellow padlock just to give you a little yeah, bit of. I, hope. Like,
1: I can't I can't handle this. But I'm <laughs> not too bothered. I'm I love doing the old when I'm buying players, it's throwing heaps of
0: different <laughs> fees on it.
1: <laughs> and just and just trying to trick them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because it's an algorithm and it can add it up, but yeah, I'll trick yeah, it anyway. I could, like a 2
1: million like a two million upfront fee and then like twenty five in add-ons. <laughs> you know I mean? or even that that Brazilian I signed that was like what was it 1.5 million up front, then like 16. Oh, this is, this <laughs> is the best part.
0: I get a message from Henry. Okay, how's your Shakhtar? Save your mate. He goes, oh yeah, good. Just bought a player. I was like, what for? He goes, oh, one million. I was like oh, million pounds. Awesome. He goes, oh yeah, and he puts in brackets 16 million <laughs>
1: <laughs> for for someone that's never made a senior appearance in football. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just searched Wonder Kid in media description yeah. and it's found it. <laughs> I bought one guy from I bought one guy from South America. He's an absolute yeah, genius, and when I say genius, I mean he's a proper he's a baller. His name's um, Pell Street. Now I got him from Penarol. and he's a winger who can play on both wings. He's right footed, plays on the right hand side. So, naturally, I've got him playing as an inverter winger on the left. <laughs> and he, know, he knows about 40% of the position. Yeah, cool. course. But do, do you know why he's playing on the left? Why? Because Matt Leckie's on the right. Oh, <laughs> so, he has <laughs> to.
1: The 31 Matt can only play.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the the, 29, the 29-year-old Australian with eight composure has to play on the right. Yeah, has to play. So, he's, he, so he's he playing might- on the left. He's very good, though. And I, to the point where I was like, he's Uruguayan. So, I was like this guy needs a mate. I'm going to go find a Uruguayan for him. <laughs> and I come back and I came back with a bloke called Manuel Ugarte from a club called Phoenix. Don't know where they are. I can't remember. Genius. Yeah. Deep line playmaker. He's just gone and taken the spot of the best player in the Austrian league. And he's now sitting on my bench rotting because I'm just greedy. This bloke cost me two million pounds. Like... And he's good.
1: Yeah. So I've just opened up this Shakhtar save. So I'm looking at the tactics. It's so good because I've got these like Current ability in the reserves of like four and a half stars, <laughs> but then like my starting centimeter will have two stars. He'll be eighteen years old. Like he, has to, he has to. play. He has to play because I want to sell it.
0: <laughs> yeah. What was your What was the first thing you did when you opened it up? Because I'm pretty sure we had opposite ways to look at this. How did you start your save?
1: I went. I went. Obviously, went straight to the reserves and stuff to see what was going on already. They've actually got. I didn't realize how much young talent Shakhtar actually have. And then I thought about it; they're by far the best team in the league, really. And of course, they're going to have the best players in the league and everything. So it was pretty easy in terms of winning the league. But yeah, the first thing I did was probably have a tat dicks, set something up, and then go under twenty-three is under twenty-one, sorry, under nineteens, and see what we had looking there. And there was plenty there. So overall, I was pretty happy. After that went straight to Brazilian leagues and looked straight through the <laughs> 18s to <laughs> see what we could find.
0: Oh but, terrible. Yeah, what about you? What'd you go? First to thing first? I did was I checked out my affiliates. Knowing that I was with Red Bull, I thought, oh, there has to be like some kind of awesome thing here. And there's Red Bull yeah. Brazil, which has like no <laughs> logo. It's I don't know what it actually is. It still so sounds I went, naughty it does it sounds it sounds awfully henry so i went through and all, all of the links that just say like a mutually beneficial arrangement between two teams and there's no fee so i went to the board on because there's 12 different affiliates and you can only talk to the board about three things a day i went yep. and negotiated affiliates for four days straight i must have camped out in the office <laughs> or something yeah and i just got I um, used the network to improve my youth intake, thinking I'm going to have the next Messi or Neymar roll through my youth intake. Yep. Didn't happen. Instead, I got a bloke from Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> Don't bother, mate. Don't even bother. Yeah. He's, he's a goalkeeper who's six foot seven. At least he might uh, get some
1: um, international experience quickly.
0: Oh, he's six foot seven. I'll play him up front. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Super sub. Uh, but uh, I went, yeah, went straight to my affiliates. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to be in this a for a while, so let's set up my coaches. So I went and yeah. fixed all my coaches up. And I have Patrice Everett and uh, Ji Sung Park coaching my under-18s. Ji Sung. They can't coach, but they're both model yeah. citizens. So yeah, correct. <laughs> I'm all about those mental stats at the moment, personality traits. Yeah. Although having thought about it and having now got players being tutored by uh, the don of Australian football, Matt Lecky. I realise he's fairly ambitious. I think it is or ambitious, yep. and the more ambitious they are, the more they want to move on to a bigger club, which yep. means the quicker I can sell them. Because as soon as anyone comes sniffing around, they will just they will a... be like fish jumping in their boat. Good point. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking I think that's that. I'm thinking that's going to be a way forward. So I've yeah. gone and I've gone and got I, I bought a few players that were older purely for their tutoring skills. And if this was like FM16, I'd have the best tutoring setup in the game. But I don't quite understand no, it's dynamics. A bit, it's a bit convoluted yeah, to me. Yeah, I got a got a bloke called Francisco um, Molinero from from Spain from Sporting. Gid Gidion or however you say their name Gidion. Yeah, he's a Spanish dude. He's, a, he's yeah. a. He was my backup wing back on both sides, and he's thirty six. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> What's his physicals like? His acceleration's four, but his <laughs> his positioning is sixteen, so he knows where to be. He doesn't doesn't need to run then. He's playing stuck in the mud. You touch him and he st- he has to stand still.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So <laughs> yeah, he had a he had a five year. A five-year extension. Sorry, a one-year extension if you played five league games. Yeah. I played him in five cup games. He didn't touch a league appearance. But I've seen him through training courses and for coaching and stuff. So hopefully he's going to be a good coach. It is good for the squad. So, yeah, that's coaching and affiliates was my first, my first like way into the save. Obviously looked into the youth, but... There's not really a lot. They're all on loan. I got you know how many, I've loaned out thirty-four players this season. Do you know how many times I've had to click accept on a zero percent reports? Oh just. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a loan manager. I went and hired a loan manager for fifteen grand a year. Don't know what he does. Just my sitting in his no. office twiddling his thumbs all day. Correct. You do all the hard work. Oh, exactly. That's I'm sweet. doing all the clicking. I'm getting I was
1: I was reading there's certain um staff that literally mean nothing on this game.
0: Technical director is the I'm yeah. too lazy to do my own staff. Yeah. Right. Like, and
1: it doesn't matter when you're a big club because you can afford to pay yeah, a lot of staff.
0: Oh uh, well. If you spend him out on wages, I'm spending on Matt Lecky, you might rethink that. <laughs>
1: yeah, you got Miller Yednak yet?
0: <laughs> no, I haven't. He went to some club in um in the UAE, so I couldn't get him. Which was disappointing. But uh so the other thing, cause we hadn't decided our teams when we did the podcast last week. So I was tossing out between two teams, obviously Salzburg and, is it Genk? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Did you say Genk? Genk. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, they have uh, Danny Vukovic as their second-choice goalkeeper, um, <laughs> perennial second-choice Australian goalkeeper, <laughs> behind either Matt Ryan or Mark Swartor. So You'd think so. I thought this yeah. guy's perfect. He's, he's going to be my coach. But then I thought, oh, no, nah, I think I'm better off with the financial superpowers of Salzburg. Um, yeah. And then I draw Genk in the group stages. And they that beat, me be. beat me three 0 and they beat me three at home. And I'm, and Ouch. I'm cooked. <laughs> we mentioned this before, but my European star was ordinary.
1: You so mean, I
0: yeah. I didn't have a tactic organized. I drew Barcelona and Dortmund. So I had to deal with Messi and Haaland. So there's let's say two of the best ten players on the game.
1: Yeah.
0: I had to deal with Haaland. Scored a brace. I've also, because I was just doing a save with Dortmund, so I've got a bit of sentimental attachment to them. So I'm seeing all these players. I'm going, oh, no. Oh, Sancho's got the ball. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hummels just put one over my, my whole defensive line from the other end of the field. Uh, but, yeah, I lost, I lost the first three games. So I lost to all of them. Uh, yeah. That really shot me in the foot because a 3-0 home loss to Genk was... Where did you finish? I finished last. I didn't even get out oh. of it. I didn't even Ouch. make Europa.
1: I was going to say third would probably be nice for Salzburg because it means you've got a decent chance of like.
0: Yeah, if you at least if I come third, I know I'm probably going to. Yeah, I'm probably going to get to like the semi if I come third. But yeah, I, yeah, finished fourth. I actually ended up with a I had a better goal difference and the exact same point tally as Gank, but they beat me three zip at home, so I didn't yeah. Qualify. So head to head is it? Head to head did me. I beat Dortmund away two one, and I thought I'm going to beat Barcelona. I call yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they, they beat me 2-1. And I actually put in a real good showing too. Like I, I was, yeah. I was, It was a one-all until the 80th minute. I thought, oh, I'm going to get home. I need a point. I'm going to win. And how, how
1: do you go about tactics when you're playing bigger clubs? Do you change it at all? Well, if you're playing Dortmund away or Barca away, do you change your tactic to if you're playing whoever at home in the league?
0: I think in FM20 this year, I think you have to have two tactics. I think that's one glaring change that I've noticed is that you either need to change your tactic mid-season so the AI doesn't catch up to you, or you need to have an away and a home tactic and try and at least be a bit more considered with the ball and maybe a bit more more counter-attacking when you're away.
1: Yeah, so that's gone to the days where you could have one tactic for six years and win. (laughs) Everything. Yeah. <laughs> everyone had, this, <laughs> everyone had the exact caught. same tactic. To be fair, yeah. Gag, Gag and Press is overpowered. It's not as oh. bad as it was.
0: But. but it's And when you see good, and you play against good teams, and I was playing against yeah. Dortmund, and I, I felt like I was getting, ga- I felt like I had like 25 players. Yeah, I know. It's and it was actually history. interesting looking at the way I played against them the first game to the second game. The first game, yeah. I just rolled out the same tactic that I had at the start of the season, which was, the same ta- the same formation with a like a four three three with two wide players up top, but I went from being positive and trying to like dominate the ball because I had good passing. I thought I'll dominate the ball. I've got good passes. All yeah, right, but then my little Korean striker like couldn't get the ball from behind it. a jam tin. <laughs> uh, so then I was like, you know, well, I'm just gonna put the big fella up front, Daka, and he 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 played as a deep a deep lying forward and. I played much more direct, but because of my good passing, I was able to pass through or over the press. Yeah, so I, did, I didn't necessarily that's... hit Dortmund on the counter, but the moment that they really pushed up on me, because I had on, I think, comprehensive highlights. Just The moment they pushed football. up, I could just pick through them. I felt like I was playing like proper football. It was amazing. Yeah. Ordinarily, yeah. my whole plan is, all right, to the, to the centre-back, to the winger, to the midfielder. Oh, it's in the wingers. It's at the wingers' feet again. Oh, he's run yeah. past his defender. Oh, he's put in the box. Oh, he scored because I have the best striker in the comp. No, or it's it,
1: you give it to the winger and he runs down the byline and shoots into the side netting
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> when there's a player on the edge of the six-yard box with an open goal.
0: That's one thing oh, actually I'm, I've noticed about. I'm um, so sick of my new best mate Zeki is that he beats goalkeepers at their near post for absolute fun. He's got 17 finishes. I need some of that. Yeah, go
1: and get in. in this Bangor tactic, I had I'm sorry in this team, had a Polish regen, new gen, with 17 finishing in the Welsh <laughs> Premier League. Sign him up, and like 15 off the ball, and he's incredible. He just he takes the- piss. He's got three hat tricks this season
0: in like seven games. Mm, that's actually one thing as well, which I this year in FM I'm a bit perplexed by is. I understand the whole like a player is inconsistent when they're young and then they get better over time, but it doesn't matter who I've what striker I've had playing up front for me, they either score three goals or they score none.
1: Is yeah. that me? And they miss, Is that the
0: player? What is it?
1: No, or they miss
0: one on ones a game. Oh, that was painful when the game first came yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Did if you had the ball as a centre back, you could actually kick it straight to the player you who should. was trying to press yeah. you, because everyone was playing a gang game press. So you could <laughs> pass it straight to buddy Balotti. He'd run straight past yeah. you. And if you stood still and let him have a shot with the keeper one-on-one, it was saved. If you blew wind on him, he'd score.
1: Yeah. And that's why I reckon wingers are better this year than they've ever been. I've, found I've mm. never really used wingers until this full manager. I was always inside forwards. Whether or not that's because I've started doing more lower league stuff, where inside forwards don't really work because your yeah, fullbacks aren't that good at overlapping. You know what I mean? And they've all got off the ball of three. Yeah, and that all they can do is defend. Mm. Like the fullbacks in the lower league stuff, they've got like six crossing, and that's like shit. Yeah, I've got I've got a gem in my hand if he's got six crossing. <laughs> you know <what> I
0: mean. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It's. Yeah, that we. I think this is why we had this conversation last week about wingers and inside forwards, which is why I've always had wingers because I've always generally played lower league saves and I've generally yeah. played narrow formations. See, that's what I mean. If you're
1: in a Premier League and you're and you've got a pressing tactic, then you just use inside forwards and your um mm. wing backs on overlap and you just take the piece. Yeah.
0: You should see some of the tactics that Austrian teams roll out. Oh, makes you cruel. Ro- rogue five at the back. With with wing backs, obviously, so th- three yeah, st- yeah. stand central defenders Standhouse. and two wing backs, three defensive midfielders or two defensive <laughs> yeah. midfielders, and then a bloke up top. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? Are you going to win? No. Are you going to yeah. score? Yes. You're going to score against me at a dead ball situation.
1: Yeah, correct.
0: Because so I have, a, have
1: 36 shots.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Every game, I'll I'll play on cautious for pretty much every just about every minute of the game, unless I'm desperate to score. Yeah. And I'll still have 65% possession and it will all be in their half.
1: Whenever I use balanced, I always feel like I'm doing nothing. Cautious, at least, then I know like, I'm kind of counter-attacking and sitting back a bit. Mm. If I use yeah. positive, I'm kind of it, taking the game on. But If I leave it on balanced, I always feel a bit like, am I really doing anything?
0: <laughs> I had a my second group game against Genk. I was down, I think, I was One. down nil. And I thought, I obviously have to win this game if I'm going to, Go through,
1: they yeah. scored again
0: two 0 So I put three blokes up up top. I played three defenders at the back, and everyone else was in the midfield. Yeah, in like a little square. So I had two attacking midfielders and two defensive <laughs> midfielders. It was the most bizarre formation. Yeah, good. Scored two. Scored two. Drew the game. I was yeah. playing on very attacking with my sliders all the way up. And my, that for the rest like, of the season. <laughs> <laughs> thought about it. This was the first game I played the big fella up top. Uh, yeah. And and he assisted on one and scored the other, and I was, you're in, mate. You stay. And long story short, my Salzburg save's going well now. I've sorted That's it good. out. Back on track. Some players back on track. Sold a bloke for thirty million. I saw, actually I sold two blokes for seven and eight as well, which helps. I took a That's photo of this because I couldn't believe his response. He said, "Why won't you let me? Why won't you let me speak to Arsenal about a potential move?" I said, "Mate, have you seen the talent around here? Look at the culture we're building." And he said, "You're right. It'd be silly to risk leaving the atmosphere behind. I'll stay." <laughs> I'm paying him fifteen thousand pounds a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like this me. Um, I got a couple of free agents from Premier League clubs. Yeah, I thought, well, what are you doing coming to the Welsh Premier League? <laughs> to, to from state of the art facilities to like below average.
0: You're playing, who are, you're, <laughs> you're playing with the bloke who works with the news, <laughs> news agents.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, they can still semi professional. I've been trying. I've been jamming so hard to try and get professional status. <laughs> and they finally accepted because the finances went from I think it was forty k to almost four million pounds just because of the um Euro, the conference league, like the European. Oh league yeah, team. the
0: cup run. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I was yeah. a bit worried at one point because I obviously you know new team, new tactic. They take a bit of while to settle in. I was losing to Barcelona and Dortmund in my one every second Wednesday, so yeah. I was like fifth in the league for a while. Do you know in Austria, they after you've played everyone twice, so like twenty-four games, twenty-two games, they go a and split. Cut, they cut it in half. They take half your points. So your wins in the in the start of the season they're worth one and a half points. I was thinking, oh, sweet, I'm sweet. I'm two games clear. I've Got a game in hand. Yeah, and then I drew the last game before the split, so that I only had four points or five points up my sleeve. And they split the comp and I got three points all of a sudden. And then I had, you have to, I had to play the team that was at the time top because I dropped down a place. I had to play them twice in my last three games. And they, I had a game in hand on them, but they were six points clear. And I was like, fuck, I'm done. Like, I, I'm yeah, not going to be able to no catch way. them. And then they, they, they played their last game early. So there wasn't a final day as such. There was, they played on a Thursday, Drew. That's strange. And then I played on the last day with the other game, so I knew I just needed one point to win because they yeah. had me on they had me on the head to head record.
1: I think it's more normal now for leagues to do that. Like I think a lot of leagues are starting to do it is split with like ten games left in the season. It splits in half and you have like a championship group and a relegation group. Mm. I know the Scottish like the Scottish first like Premier League does it. And the, I know the Welsh Premier League does it now, and the Northern Irish does not I happen to know.
0: Because your experience, North, <laughs> yeah. British British Steel, wherever you are. So where are you now? So, yeah. You're a, you've got you're in, in, Wales. you're in Wales. but where? Where's your next? So I'm thinking
1: I should win the Welsh Premier League this year. That's another one to tick off. And I'm thinking I want to go to Scotland. Mm. That's next.
0: That's that's your that's your favourite place to manage.
1: Yeah. I don't want to go to England. I want to go to England last, you know what I mean?
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I that's really where like, you you don't want to go backtracking.
1: Well, you think you're in the premiership in Northern Ireland and that's equivalent to, like, the League 2 National League or whatever. Mm.
0: All right, well, it's been fun, Henry. It's been, uh, it's been, been a, a great, way to, great way to pass half an hour to an hour of talking about our favourite game. Uh, if yeah. you want to join at all on the conversation on, online, feel free to hit us up on uh, talking underscore FM. That's talking underscore FM on Twitter. Don't have Instagram and Facebook because realistically, the football manager community is all on Twitter. And as a side note, before we leave Henry, how nice are people in the FM community? I know.
1: Incredible. There's been plenty of people getting around it. Best wishes.
0: Yeah. Fantastic to be a part of it. So thank you to all those people who send in kind words and well wishes. Um, Yeah. See you guys on Twitter or until then, we'll see you next Wednesday for another podcast. See you then.